Here we go, back with another pod. This is season three, episode 12. Yes, and we are back with a jam-packed podcast with everything from the WGC match play, the last WGC match play, mm. which is quite sad, really. We're going to talk a little bit of Masters two weeks out, and we're also going to go back to the ball rollback because we've had some more info and opinions on that. Also, talk about slow play. Now, this has been a big, big topic. We spoke about this um, on Bat9 Films on a YouTube video, and a lot of you said, like, sometimes it takes six hours at your golf course, sometimes it takes three. Like, what is the right amount of time? And do we think, because the guys on tour are playing for, like, a stupid amount of money, that is making them slower? Because a lot of people have been talking about Max Homer um, during one of his rounds on Saturday. Yes. And I just want to add, before we get going, clocks went forward yesterday, and how mega is it? We are literally in golfing after work territory here. Oh, mate, we are, it 100%. Is, apart from it's a little bit cold. It is cold, but it's cracking the flags. It's sunny. We are in that territory where we can get out after work. So if you're one of those people, let us know. Comment on the videos. Comment um, on the podcast, because you can do that on Apple. I know that. Let us know if you're out playing. Give us a review, share the pod, all that stuff. You know, do us a favour. But first of all, chop of the week. You finished. I'm finished. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Now this, re- I mean, as a golf coach, this gets on my nerves. Oh, but worse. seeing, or I mean, uh, let's put it in the context of not being a golf pro. <clears throat> if I was a club golfer and I played with, okay, let me rephrase it. Let me phrase it this way. If I was a club golfer. And there was a, a lady or a gent known at the golf club that liked to coach people as they go around. Um, I would not play golf with them, categorically. I tell you, mate. It gets on my nerves. nothing worse. Because, firstly, first reason why this gets my nerves. Because that person does not know what you are working on with your coach. Yeah. So they're saying, do this, do that. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. But actually, your coach might be saying, don't worry about those things. We're going to work on this for now. I just want you to work on this. So instantly, you've got a million one things going through your head because they're trying to coach you. Second thing that annoys me is very patronising. Like, very patronising. I get it where people come to a lesson with me and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, uh, Ronald said um, I had a a great downswing and I had had to really drive it in here and, and, and feel my belt buckle there. And yeah, he said, about, he said, that really gets this into that area. I'm like, wow. Yeah, oh, mate. And it, there's no, there's, I, I feel like it ruins around for people because yeah. you've got someone there over your shoulder, basically like they're watching you every move. And I've had, I've had this situation well, put it before. This way. When I play with you, right, I won't give you any advice Unless, like, you're one, you're really struggling, yeah. or two, you ask for something. I ask, yeah. If I, I'll, in fact, I'll say, I know there's times where I'll say to you, Mate, you this to felt wrong. a little bit like this, yeah. Like, and, and then we have a conversation about it. And in essence, you are my golf coach. You are. Like, my swing is because of your coaching. So, if anything, in that Don't situation. Watch swing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a nice golf swing, thank you very much. If anything, in that situation, it would be easy for you to say, you're doing this. But even still, when we're playing, you don't because, yeah. it, honestly, unless you're having a playing lesson, you don't want someone in your ear. Yeah, I mean, I think of it this way, right? If Let you, alone someone who's potentially not as good as a golfer as you. Yeah, well, that's even worse. Um, well, no, yeah, as a, yes, it as, is. A, as a category, it's even worse. But one thing I will caveat that, you don't have to be um, 
in the grand scheme of coaching, you don't have to be an amazing golfer to be an unbelievable coach. You don't. But, but they're still going to be around a scratch handicap. Yes. To, to form, maybe max. Exactly. So they're going to be a very, very good golfer. Yeah. And and there's been times where, so for example, when I play with Dave, and Dave's obviously been into golf for the last couple of years, he's having lessons with yourself, I won't actively try and help him. Mm. Unless he, like you said, unless he's really struggling, I'll say, look, I'm seeing this. Yeah, yeah. But again, I have more of an understanding of what you're coaching and working yeah. on with him, so I can do that. But it's when someone's just that you don't really know. Oh God, it just grinds my gears, man. Because I've had this situation. I had this situation, and I know more often than not, I know what I'm doing wrong mm. by where the ball goes, by how it feels off the court. Yeah, but, I never used to. I do now. But, but that's as a result of having lessons. Correct. It is. Whereas you've got a vast majority of golfers. I'm going to say this. I'd say vast majority of golfers never take lessons. No, I think that's true. So the, 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 if they've got a superior player to them, whether that they play off 30 and this guy plays off 10, or she plays off 12 and the, and the other lady plays off eight they might seek that advice yeah. off a better player. Or or uh, let me say, value the advice a little bit more, but whether they should or not. like. So let's caveat that then, because obviously people might want that, so I understand that. Let's caveat it in the sense of someone trying to teach you on the golf course when you don't want it, when oh, you're not right. you're not actively looking for it. Yeah, the point I'd make is, right, you pay a green fee. Yes. Right? You don't want me, this is me, this is when I'm going with you. You don't, imagine, imagine you, let's take, let's take, go and play in Formby. You yeah. paid 60 quid to go and play. You don't want me in your ear talking about your golf swing. Unless, like, you ask for it. You yeah. want to go out and enjoy the experience of playing. 100%. 100%. So, all those of you out there who know that you're guilty of doing this, you are chopper of the week. Yeah, I mean, it really gets on my nerves. You okay. are chopper of the week. So, here we go. Tour Trash Talk. Now, if you're brand new to the pod, this is where we keep you up to date with everything that's happening in the world of tour professional golf so we had the wgc dell technologies match play at austin golf country club and um, which ended yesterday sam burns what a performance unreal but before we dive into sam burns performance i want to talk about a few other things josh max homer slow play oh starting there yeah well i think i mean i think it's good to dive into these other stories yeah, because so essentially i'll give you the lowdown of the story if you haven't seen this essentially max homer on the 13th hole was, um, how can I say it, aim-pointing his ball for a long, long time. Yes. Okay. Now... So, before we go on, just explain that process. So, essentially, aim-point is when, like, you use the feeling of the slope and how many fingers you hold up to add up. It's like a little formula that you do to how much right or how much left of the hole you're going to aim in order to read the greens. Yeah. Okay, it's become quite a popular thing with elite-level golfers to to use aim-point. So you see it where people stand across their line, don't they? They use their yes. hips to sort of see which way the ball's going to go and then they'll stand behind the ball with one, two, three, X amount of fingers up to, to work this formula out. Exactly that, exactly that. So this happened and how could I say? I'm going to show you some pictures here, Josh. So it happened between Max Homer and Mackenzie Hughes. Yes. Right? And essentially, Max Homer, Mackenzie Hughes has finished. And then to the next green, you have to go over a bridge. So he's walked across and he stood on this bridge yeah. and he's like literally looking down into the water like, come on, mate, like, come on. Yeah. So this has been found on Twitter. Someone's recorded the screen and, and seen that he's doing this. And literally, no joke, he probably takes about 45, 50 seconds to hit his putt. 
Okay. Yeah. Now at this point, then someone's put the tweet up, and Max Homer's responded to the tweet and quote tweeted it saying, "I'll do my best to work on this." Now, Which, it, fair credit. Fair credit. Yeah, yeah. Fair credit. Right. Now. There's a, there's the sort of mix mix of views on this. Some people are saying it's like gamesmanship, like trying to slow the match down, especially in that yeah. format. Other people are justifying it, saying like basically that because you're playing for a lot of money and this put was for a part and to halve that hole, like you're gonna take your time because you're playing for a lot of money. I yeah. get that. I get that 100%. But some people are saying that you shouldn't be able to have your caddy read your puts on the greens. Totally disagree. But the question I've got for you, Josh, is. How do you speed up the game of golf? Well, I think the from an amateur perspective, or, or are we talking pro level? Because I think from an amateur perspective, let's just talk golf in general. Golf in general. I know, I know, top tour professional golf is always going to be slower. Yeah, like we said, they're playing for a lot of money and. Just the logistics from getting from hole to hole when you've got 100,000 people watching you, <laughs> it takes a while. Yeah, no, of course it does. And I think it's that's always going to be the case. I think that it was obviously exaggerated in this instance. I think fair dues to Max Homer for coming out and saying it'll work on it. But equally, he's got to have a process. Like, look at players like Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, but, look okay, at his okay, process. Like, yeah, but he's got to have a process. But he, he, the letter of the law says this. You get 40 seconds if you're first to play. You get 30 seconds if you're second to play. Now, we're going to take this, that he's second to play here, right? Yeah. So bear in mind, Mackenzie Hughes has hit his putt. He's probably had all that time to weigh up his putt. And then he needs an extra 50 seconds, roughly, to go and hit the putt again. Yeah, but he can't be doing his aim point while he's hitting a putt. No, I agree. But you can do you could, you could do most of it. You can get a feel for what it is. Mm, yeah, I think I think it's, it's six one half dozen the other, isn't it? Because, yes... Yeah, I've got that time, but how rigid is that time? Do you know what I mean? It's not. Well, it's not, it's not and... that rigid. And I'd say for a few reasons it's not that rigid is simply because they couldn't have um, people watching it all the time. And they'd be forever warning people for yeah. slow play and you, you, it's just not practical. That's the problem, isn't it? That no, is the problem. No, because the, the only thing that would happen is they'd end up, he'd, he'd rush it, he'd make the putt or whatever, and then, or he'd rush through it, not rush it, he'd rush through it, make the putt, then... All that's going to happen is they're going to stand on the next tee and wait for the, the, the group in front of them. Like It's going to take longer. I disagree. Not in a match play situation. Well, maybe match play is different, but I think in general, like match play is one event, isn't it? I think yeah. in general, in gen- general stroke play events, it's going to take longer. Like You are going to be five hour rounds plus sometimes because of the magnitude of it. Yeah. Like They're playing for millions and millions of dollars do you know what I mean it's not I think in amateur golf as much as it's important to people and people want to play well it's a lot easier to be quicker okay so how, how are you going to improve how are you going to improve the speed of golf in general come on I've got an idea so I'm asking you you've got an idea yeah. everyone's got to play in a buggy <laughs> no I, I, so so okay just reading a few stats here there's no re- wonder why Max Homer takes his time he is 6th in strokes gain ninth in strokes gain putting Eighth in total putting, sixth in overall putting average. Well, there you go. So yeah. he's, he's really good, yeah. Now, it dives into this a little bit further before I give you my idea. Um, Live Golf Nation tweeted, never see this crap on the Live Golf Tour. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, though. DJ does it. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Robert Rock, uh, I've just given the putt and crack on. Other... That's the other thing, yeah. He could, yeah. If you want to speed it up, because that, that is one way to speed up golf is gimmies. Yeah. 100%. 
And do you know what? I've said this before. I'll say it again. I think golf courses should start painting a ring around the hole. Right, it's gimme. If you're inside for that, it's a, for social golf. golf. If yeah. you're inside that, it's a gimme. And the reason why they should do that is because then there's no all put a length or this put or that put as long as the, do you know what I mean? Like we have that banner, don't we? We'll put a length. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's but, part of the banner. Of course it is. But you know, I've seen you miss that. If though. you're trying to, you know, I miss it. Can miss it from anywhere. <laughs> if you're trying to speed it up, that's the way to go. Especially, obviously, you can't do that on tour. But. Love, love the idea of that. That's a brilliant idea. We'll go with that as a amateur golf. Yeah. Um, but I think, honestly, you know, did you watch the golf where they had the golf sixes and the shot clock? I didn't see that. So they had it, uh, they had it at the Grove. And essentially, they had a shot clock, that, a big mobile shot clock that followed around the players, every each group. group. Every group. So as soon as you got to your ball, it starts ticking. That's a good idea, actually. That is what they should do. It would gamify it. That would be a great way of gamifying golf a little bit more. And imagine that. Imagine that. It's like when you get a free throw. In a yeah. in, 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 in um basketball or shot clock on uh, American football or whatever. Like the time's ticking down, he's not pulled his club or he's got twenty seconds to go. Imagine the commentary, it'd be so much more exciting. It's to be fair. Rather you're... than this, rather than this, right? <laughs> no, he's still not hit the putt yet. I mean it's a very... No no wait, Max Homer's getting his fifth finger out on the putt now. <laughs> he's still not hit the putt yet. He's still not hit it, guys. This might be right to left up the hill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's a very, it's a very American thing. I think it's a great concept. I do. I Honestly, think, I think it's, I think it's a brilliant concept. Like if you look at American sports, basketball has a shot clock. Um, American football plays are timed. They have thirty seconds between plays, um, or whatever it is, maybe longer. But do you well, know you're really mean? testing your American football knowledge there, aren't you? Oh, yeah. um, lacrosse have a shot clock in the states now. Obviously, we don't when we play here, but they have they have a shot clock like something like. But theirs is different again. So they've got an amount of time to get the ball in a certain zone and then right. and then another amount, like 30 seconds from then kind of thing. So mm. you've got 10 seconds to clear it. and So you could do it one step further and go, right, you've got 40 seconds to get to your golf ball and then you've got 30 seconds to hit your shot. I mean, that's like a, that's like a fitness <laughs> test. But no, what I mean is that you could easily have, they have volunteers every single week that operate the shot clock. It could just be on the back of a buggy, which is what it was. Yeah. Drive it round. Okay, he's first the ball, 40 seconds. Second, next, reset the clock, boom. And it's still amazing. There's a few people that played and they got a two-shot penalty Yeah. if they went outside the time. 30 wait, seconds wait. is so long. Caveat. Or, or potential stumbling block here. What? You're on a par five. Mm-hmm. You've played your shots. Yeah. Um, for example, Roy McIlroy's at his drive 300, 370 yards as you've, he can. You've got to wait. You've got to wait. What happens then? No, it doesn't start. It doesn't start until it's free to go. So you don't start until the green's no, clear? No, of course you're not. Because you what? can't be on the clock because... Caveats. Because there's another way. Everyone's got to wear a helmet and if you're in... <laughs> 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 Helmet and Ivis. Helmet and Ivis. It's it. It's it. Whenever you're ready. Health and safety. Just everyone go. Oh. Just go. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, I just thought it was a really interesting debate because so many people were saying it was gamesmanship. Other people saying that it's just boring. It's too slow. Other people saying that their golf club, like the golf, is, is it takes far too uh, much time. Yeah. Uh, on a Saturday comp day compared yeah. to an in the week. Interesting debate. But anyway, let's get back to Sam Burns. Now yes. he takes the win, and it his his set. 22nd WGC. That's his second event. Yeah. Oof, second it was his fourth win. win. I hope we got that right. I'm fourth sure win in 46 starts. Yeah, I've seen that. And like, yeah. He's had an incredible last year. Now, but it's you know, almost he's Max only, Homer. He's still in 15th in the world. 
that's sort of Max Homer sort of level that. Oh yeah, he is serious. So and I mean he took on Patrick Cantley on his way to the final. Yeah. Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. He also took on Scotty Scheffler, to which he hold like a massive, massive put in one of the playoff the third playoff hole for Birdie to take Scotty Scheffler down. Well, he... And then dominating in the final round six and five. Well, and in fact, there I'm sure the sh- the um, is chef the the playoff with Scheffler went to twenty odd holes. Yeah, so twenty one holes. holes. Like holes. just the guys a machine. Eighteen plus three. And this is bad for us. Eighteen plus three. Twenty one. Yeah. yeah. This is bad for us as talking Ryder Cup here. Terrible for us because their depth. Their strength in depth is ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. He's a radical for got to be. Oh, he is. But you, then you've got Cameron Young, who's 19th in the world, who could also be a pick, mm. who is equally as good, beat Rory McIlroy in the in the playoff. Like, this is a format where these guys are obviously thriving and they're going to potentially tear Europe a new one. Yeah, what I don't get is the, the fact that, obviously, this is the last WGC match play that we're ever going to have. I honestly don't get why we are. Like, people love the match play style golf, yeah. especially the way they do it with the round robin. Everybody plays everybody. Yeah. Then, who with the most points, you advance. Yeah. Right? Then you go through to the knockout stage. That is honestly. It's brilliant. Yeah. It brilliant. Is brilliant. Um, did you see. So, obviously, the third and fourth playoff was uh, Roy McCoy and, and Scott Scheffler. Do you know what? I'm, and I'm going to say this now. And this is bad, really. Did you mm. watch that morning? I was more intrigued by that. And I think the only reason is is because where they are in the world rankings, it was almost to me when they both got knocked out. I was a bit like, oh, mm. do you know what I mean? But saying that, obviously, that's taking nothing away from Sam Burns because you got to beat the best to be the best, haven't you? Mm. And he's done that. So, um, but their their match ended. So the consolation match ended two and one to Roy McIlroy. So he he ended up taking third place. Um, and I think it was a really really good week for Rory, and especially being two weeks away from the Masters because. He's put a new putter in the bag, mm. um, which has gone back to sort of like his original putter when he came on tour and got his first win. So the the Scotty Cameron, and then what do you think about that? He can't look good for Taylor made that. Well, it can't, but he's now using Scotty Cameron wedge, uh, Bokey wedges. Bokey wedges. Um, obviously, he's cut his driver down and he's now absolutely oh, loving the driver. That was my next thing. I was going to say like ridiculous, like so good, so so good. How how he's hitting that driver now. Like, and this is one thing we're going to go on to talk about the golf course there itself. This golf course is perfect for this format of golf mm. because there's so many ways of playing it. It's risk it. and reward. It, it is. There's so many ways of playing it. And um, I think the way that Rory was playing it was basically like <laughs> no layups, which is amazing to watch, which is why when we go into the ball rollback, it's, it's so frustrating for me. So we'll get on to that. But... I, I think these changes that Rory's made with shortening the driver and potentially the putter and obviously the wedges, but more those those first two, the the driver and the putter, we say it every year, but this could be the year. <laughs> this really could be I the mean, year. I mean I hope you're right, but I just I just can't see it, mate. I feel like if I feel like he gets there and it's like this voodoo over him where it's like I bet he still has PTSD from them. Well, Cabin's on the left. Well, the thing the thing is, every like, like you can put three together. Yeah. Whether it's a good first round, bad second, great third, great fourth, nearly even the chance, yeah. mm, not quite. 
But, I mean, you heard the reason why he changed his putter. He said he feels like he's sort of more athletic, less mechanical, yeah. and sort of a better feel. Now, these are all the things you want to hear going into Augusta. Augusta's greens are that slopey, that quick. You want to be feeling it into the hole, yeah. I would say. Yeah, and, I, and and I'd agree. And it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, and we're going to talk, go on to talk about the matters in a, in a short while. But before we do, I wanted to, did you see the on the Saturday... I think it was the second round on the Saturday to so the quarterfinal. It was Roy McIlroy versus um, Xander Schofield. Did you see the moment that they had mm. on 17? Good, good. Yeah, well. brilliant. So they were tied um, going down 17. And they both had basically like six to eight foot putts for par, didn't they? And they were literally right next to each other. And they both sort of stood there. Rory turned to Xander Schofield and he's obviously gone, good, good. And they've almost gone like, yeah, let's just take it down yeah. 18. Like, But here's another thing, though. I think that is so smart from Rory because the chances of Xander Schofield saying no are very, very slim. But also, he'd driven the green three times or something like that on, on 18 already. So he knew that he could get there or very, very close in one. So instantly, I feel like he's got an advantage And there. you feel like Rory might have, might have missed a putt potentially? No, I don't feel like he missed a putt. But I mean, it's very smart because he's sort of... I don't know. This may just be me thinking it, but... In my head, I'm, if I'm Roy McIlroy there, I'm thinking, if I get out of here tied, I've, I feel like I've got a better chance because I've already stuck it on the green once. Mm. And I'm going to be and I'm going to be and close Zander either left or right. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Xander Schofield is not short by any stretch of the imagination. Like he's not, he hits it a long way as well. But I think that that must have come into it. But it was brilliant to see like the gamesmanship of like, right, yeah, come on, let's go down the last of that. Let's have it. I saw somebody tweet, um, like quoting it where it was like, where, where it said like, oh, it was something like in brackets, good, good, as in like with the video underneath of them putting and someone quoted tweet it said, you can't use that. Can't say that anymore. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. Um, other things from the week that we saw. So did you see Cameron Young on Thursday? His front nine on Thursday, 29. he's got a 29. All threes. Massive All threes. Mate, mega. Oh. <laughs> mega. Um, the closest we'd ever get to that is three-pointers. Three. Honestly, all threes. And so just to add a bit of perspective to that, that includes par fives. I think there's two par fives. So we hear two eagles? Either two or one. I've got, I've got the the, uh, the thing on here. Um, like the guy... He, honestly, he's he's in that bracket for me with Max Homer, with um, Sam Burns, where you're thinking, so, you know, one, one par five, got one eagle, so one, two, three, four, six birdies, one eagle, and two pars. All threes, man. I mean, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> eight under. That's three, a joke. Three nine holes. That is a literal <laughs> joke. But there was some really good scoring off, so you don't tend to see that side of it because it's match play. I saw but that there's um, unbelievable scores. I saw that Rory and Xander would have shot 59. Yeah, like combined score. Yeah, like ridiculous. Um, and then earlier in the week we saw Ricky Fowler beat John Rahm two and one. I think he beat him. He's got a little bit of form coming Mate, back, hasn't he? I'm telling you, I, I'm unsure whether he's gonna make the Masters. What gets into the Masters? Um, well, this week, this week coming up will be his last uh, chance. Chance is it the? It's normally the Texas Open, isn't it? Yeah, it's Valero Texas Open. It's yeah. his last chance. Because I noticed um, that obviously Matt Wallace won last week and he's still not in the Masters with that win. Oh, really? No, so he has to win or finish, uh, say, top two and the person ahead of him, um, having not won, would get him in. So right, okay. that's obviously what he's going to be searching down amongst a lot of others. But yeah, yeah, he's not he's not in the Masters yet. Yeah, so 
we will love to keep an eye on that. Hopefully, he can have a good performance and get in because the way ah, that he's playing, I feel like toughy, it, it? it is a back, toughie. Back but... to back, I mean, but yeah, like you say, it could be in a bit of a purple patch. Okay, so what do you think on the golf course, mate? I think it's brilliant. Like I, the way that right, golf so, course so is set up. Let's think about this. Brilliant from a viewing perspective, or just a brilliant golf course in general. Um, obviously, I've never played it personally, but I think, no, but you can get a gist of. Yeah, you... I think I think both. I think. But what I, what I would say is it's set up for well, it, well, it's not set up for this, but it's set up very well. It's a golf course that suits match play, mm. and the reason is, like you said, it's risk and reward. So I think it's thirteen where you hit over the water, and it's like it's not an island green, but it almost is. Like it's where it's, Bryson's been spotted going for it, isn't well, it? Well, no, 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 they all do it. No, what I mean is like that's where the, where Bryson got the first famous one was Bryson going for it. No, that was at uh, you're thinking of it's the same Arnold shape Palmer. hole, isn't it? Though? No, it's dead straight. So it's dead straight to the green from the tee box. The whole the the, the fairway goes down the right, and but all the players should take drive out the green. Yeah, if they're long, <laughs> so the tee box is here. Yeah, the hole is directly in front of me. I'm the getting, fairway is just here on I the right hand side. I can't picture the golf and with course. the bridge in the background. Yeah, but I'm... Oh, yes, that one. Yeah. I, the thing is, I'm getting mixed up between the other hole where you see, like... You're where, thinking Arnold Ar- Ar- yeah, Palmer, Ar- where it goes around. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. so it's like... It's, it's, in essence, a straight hole. Yeah. But, um... Blind, though, isn't it? The, the, oh, down, is it downhill slightly? No. Why am I getting no. mixed up? Because the, the bridge in the background, there's a downhill hole as well. There... The 18th downhill. Maybe I'm, get, I'm getting mixed up. I can't picture the golf course in my head right now. So, I'm sure it's the 13th hole. Oh, wrong flipping golf course, Josh. He's put Valero, Texas Open, everybody. <laughs> he has put Valero, Texas Open, not the WGC. Austin Country Club. Cup. Um, so, it's a risk and reward. There you go, the green for this one shot hole. That's not... It's... I, I can pick... My memory's jogging. Yeah. I've seen that bridge, yes. So, it's... There's so many holes like that where... You can go for it, but it's a risk. Because, I mean, I can't remember. We don't know if it's Lucas Herbert who hit it long because the bailout is long and right because if it goes into the um, the stand, the grandstand, it's a free drop. So it, the risk, obviously, is you go in the water, but your bailout's in the grandstand. So it's it's almost like a, a not a cop-out, but that's where you go. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was Lucas Herbert hit it long, so it was over the green, hit the grandstand... And it fired back across the green into the water. <laughs> You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd be absolutely gutted. gutted. But there's so many holes like that, I think. But is it only good for a match play event, you think, this course? Mm. Or I would mean, you enjoy have, watching them go for greens? I'd enjoy, I enjoy that anyway. Mm. I think and this is why this whole ball rollback thing, I think, is is wrong. Because, like we've said before, that is a skill in itself. Being able to be that accurate from that far away, hitting the ball as hard as they're hitting it, mm. have that control over it, is just... Just ridiculous, there you go, that's the hole. Yes. So they're, they're down here and they're hitting to yeah, the green yeah. there. Yeah, but it's a similar, it's not dead straight. It's a, sim, it's a it's smaller not. version. It's a smaller version of the Arnold Palmer. Mate, the Arnold Palmer's like a horseshoe. It's mate, not. that is a slight no, horseshoe. Not, mate, it's not. Because right. if we're playing it, you're just playing a straight shot to here and a shot to here. Yes, but where's yeah, the tee? The tee's here. Playing, yeah, but they're not playing it like yeah, that. Yeah, but... Right, only, oh, the only person that's ever done that is Bryson. Mate, the, the hole's like this. At the Arnold Palmer, the hole's like this. The tee box is here, pointing this way. Look, tee box is here, pointing this way, and the, and it goes like that. Just to let you know, and you've got a piece of paper And right the here. green's there. It's a horseshoe. 
And and where this hole is not a horseshoe, this hole, the tee box is here, the green's here, and the fairway goes down yeah, there. Yeah, it's a slight horseshoe. It's not a horseshoe, man. It's a slight curve. It's not. There's. It's nothing like it. I would say. I would say that is a complete horseshoe. It's this is a quarter nothing horseshoe. Nothing like it. If it if that was trees, you would say it's a slight dog leg to the left. Yes or no? Yes, you would. No, but what yes, I'm you saying, would. Yes, yes, you would. That's fine. But what I'm saying is. The way that they play the golf course, it is nothing like the Arnold Palmer Invitational. No, but the point being is... No, don't don't interrupt me. Because at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, (laughs) everyone but Bryson goes like this. Here, and then onto the green. At this, they don't. They just all go, it's like a par three, mate. Right? It's like TPC Sawgrass with a driver. Right? I'm not having it. (laughs) Bloody horseshoe. It is a slight horseshoe. It's not. It's not. I'm not having it. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> slight horseshoe. Um, okay, so talking WGCs, now you've got a pretty cool stat about Tiger here that um, oh, will is... never be beaten again. So this record Mate. is only ever going to be Tiger Woods' record. Yeah, so going into this weekend, or this week, because obviously it starts Wednesday, um, the only person that could have beaten this was Scotty Scheffler. Mm. Okay, now... You mean, this... go, go, sorry, just to clarify, going into the WGC. Yeah, this yeah. event, yeah. So... With Scotty Scheffler eliminated in the semi-finals and playing in the consolation match and coming fourth, and this being the last scheduled WGC, this stat remains. Only one player has successfully defended any WGC title. That's Tiger Woods. And he did it eight different times. That is unreal, isn't it? That is unreal. Mate. And you're there saying these other guys can compete with Tiger's records for the week? No, yeah, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, now, yeah. now, yeah. now. You did. Let's you did. not, let's not. No, did, did you or did you not saying, say yeah, that? Right, good. okay, that's fine, but they can't compete with that one, can they? Because they're, they're stopping WGC. Uh, clearly, and I said no, no, no one ever can compete, compete <laughs> with the Tigers yeah, record. This one specifically, they can't, but they. Well, you, Scottish Sheffler could win more Masters than Tiger Woods. That's a technicality. Scottish Sheffler could win more Masters than Tiger Woods. Not he could. Happen. He not could. Gonna not going to happen. But he could. It's not going to happen. He could, he just can't do that one now. Yeah, but... You because s- the PGA Tour have decided to stop it. You said, your quote, unquote... This- it, are you actually going to quote it? Because make sure you get it right if you do. Uh, Otherwise, I'll Patrick read you. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Paraphrase. Paraphrase. <laughs> but you said... They will beat Tiger's record. I didn't say they would beat it. Oh, I they would. They that. could get close to it. <laughs> I said there's a chance that they could. Yes, and I'm I saying right say that now. They would. I'm right. I'm saying right now. There's never ever a chance on this earth that people are ever going to compete to level that Tiger got to. So you think there'll never ever be a golfer ever again that can do that? No, never. Ever. No one ever get close. No. So you think no one will ever beat Usain mm. Bolt's 100 meter record? Different. It's different. Okay, you think no one will ever catch LeBron James' scoring record in the NBA? No. You don't? No. N- not different. in 100 years? It's different. We're talking about a different sport. N- in, in, no, no, no. Let me tell you why it's a different sport. Let me tell you why. So this is why it's a different sport, right? It is a different sport. Uh, here we go. Because no, 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 basketball no, no. is different to golf. It no, no, is no. no, no. Basketball, is the court always the same? Yes. Is the hoop always the same size? Yeah, the hole's always the same size in golf. No, 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 no. no. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me get to my point. So I I think yes someone could beat it in basketball. Okay, you asked me about Usain Bolt. Is 100 meters always 100 meters? Yes. Is the track always the same? No. No. Let me finish. <laughs> always the same layout where you have pre heats, preliminary heats, 
than your final? Yes, is the answer the question. Is every golf course, Joshua, the same? No. We have links. We have Heathland. We have uh, Windy Days. We have Dry Days. We have the Masters. We have the... No one will ever, because no one is as dominant as he was over all formats. Point? It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, but... The no, real... is, it, is it not a good point? You're yeah, saying... Yeah, but... No, but what no, 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 you were saying that they would be able to do it because it's the same. Yes, yeah. it is the bloody same, well, because my... it's the same court, same size hoop, same 100 metres. The point that I was trying to make was... When, no, no, no listen to me. In Simon Jordan style, listen to he me. ain't saying the shit. The point I was trying to make was... When Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was was don't no, when Abdul-Jabbar is that who LeBron James beat to have the NBA scoring record this last month or whatever it was, when he set that record, there would have been people that said he won't be beaten, right? When Usain Bolt set the record nine point whatever he's done. People said they won't be beaten. People are getting more athletic. It's a fact. Yes, but it's different. It's different. It's a it's fact. Different. So you're, t- you're telling me oh. that no one will ever... People will have said that about Jack. No one would ever beat Jack's record. People have said that. No one's beating Jack's record. No. Tiger's not. Exactly. Exactly. No, man. I've not done him. going there. I've done him. Not going there. He's not... It's just, he's I... won more events than Jack won. Yeah, but he's not majors-wise, he's not. Well, well we weren't talking about majors, were we? We were talking about events. So he's done one more event than Sam Snead. He's, he's, he's well up there in right. terms of events one. Sam, but, exactly. So but I'm there will you be right, someone. There won't be. Charlie Woods might do it. No, he won't. He won't. Like Mick Schumacher. Never, he's got, he lived in the shadow of his father. Well, that's just a different conversation completely. It's hard. What well, my point with that is, if your dad is a superstar in that said field... People have said, no one ever get anywhere near Michael Schumacher. Lewis Hamilton did it. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, so... At some point in yeah, time, we might it? not be has alive. He's got level with it. Uh, no, got... no, she might have got six. Hamilton's got seven. Well, no, isn't it eight to be? Isn't it eight I it was to six be and out? Seven, wasn't it? Mm, don't know. So our formula knowledge yeah, yeah, yeah. is down, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's equaled it with seven. That's what I'd say. We'll find out. Um, My point being is that no one will ever beat Tiger's record. Simple. Well. We'll see, won't we? We'll see. We, and we might not see, because we might be dead. Oh, that's a lovely thought. Might <laughs> move this on a bit further. Um, so, anyway. What are your thoughts on no more WGCs? <laughs> I think it's an absolute travesty. No one's beating Tiger's record. <laughs> I think it's an absolute travesty, because no one can beat Tiger's record. <laughs> okay, so another thing that happened during Saturday's broadcast, Josh, and this has actually really got me, um, while you do a bit of digging on how many world titles Michael Schumacher won, um, was that during the round, right? So during the round, they put up this, um, best way I can describe it, was like um picture of past winners, okay? Past winners of the WGC. So yeah. they like listed, um, let's say, the last 15 years. Now on this list, they missed <laughs> out. See if you can guess. Go on, see if you can guess who they missed out. Justin Johnson. Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. And Ian Poulter. <laughs> so basically, live golfers. <laughs> yeah. That is. Do you know what that is? It's childish. If and I'll tell you why. Wait, if there's kids in the car, cover their ears, because that is ultimate shit houseery. That is. <laughs> that is. <laughs> tell you why, and I why, and I tell you why, because it's not only um, 
us that think that, and have people think we're very corrupt and towards live golf here. But individuals, he former, paid, ma- apparently. former major winner Steve Elkington, who said, I wonder why they're doing this. Showing the players' names doesn't affect anything, does it? So basically saying, why not just include the names? Like exactly. They're, like they're part of history. You can't take... They're trying to mould their own history here and taking these people out. Yep. Another former coach of Tiger Woods, Hank Haney. I mean, it's a big name. Nickname yeah, yeah, drop yeah. here. Pathetic. But, but at least not surprising. Yeah. Greg's Norman's son. Now, this won't be surprising. Well. Um, he said, Do they really not realise these types of moves actually are counterproductive towards their intended goals by producing the opposite effect of generating more engagement and more discussion for live golf to the admitted champions? I totally agree with that. Yeah. And the Telegraph sports correspondent, James Corrigan, also said, um, I think it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's just utter ridiculous. Why not include their names? You can't deny that those three people are being very, very good golf players and match play and just good golfers in general. Mm-hmm. You can't model and shape history. Everybody's going to know that they won a WGC. Well, tell Lance Armstrong that. Yeah, well, that's different, Josh. <laughs> We're going down a... Oh, my God. We're going down a totally different rabbit hole here. Let's move on. I'm joking. I'm joking. Crying out I'm loud. Oh, my God. So was it seven? I think it was seven, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so point proven, not being it. Um, yeah. So anyway, mate, his car's shocking. He ain't gonna win it this year. This year. Yeah. Anyway, different, different, different podcast. Anyway, Matt Wallace, eh? Matt Wallace eh? claimed his first PGA Tour title. <laughs> I mean, I mean, had a go at his bloody caddy. Tell you what, me and you like him in his caddy. Today, Tell you what, do you we? see that? Just, just, I mean, fair play, great win, his first win um, on the PGA Tour. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, is it the PJ Tour? It is the PJ Tour, and this is the thing, though. It's a Putacana Championship. It's the what? Putacana Championship. The Corals Putacana Championship, correct. Um, <laughs> it is the PJ Tour. It is a PJ Tour event. Second string event, though, isn't it? Yeah. All the I'm big glad boys you said that, because I didn't want to say it. Well, no, it is, because, the, I mean, all the big boys aren't there. Yeah. But, yeah. fair play, he now gets exemption for two years playing in America. Because so you got you can only win you can only beat what's in front of you. You can correct. So I mean, as much as we can stand here and say it's only a second rate event, he still won what's in, beat what's in front of him. But did you see the video of this caddy? Oh, it's so awkward. Oh, so if you've not seen it, he's basically put a video about oh we did this we won blah 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 blah. But it's <laughs> cringy because the week before he was telling him to shut the fuck up I'm telling you he's only been told to do it by his manager yeah 100% oh we're, P- we're such a good team shut up it's a PR thing it's a PR stunt oh you're the first Frenchman to win on yeah. the PJ oh shut up oh mate cringes me out it's, Yeah. Anyway. but he won he was 19 under par well done and still not though it's a bit disappointing this I mean, one by I, one I, shot I, well you'd think if you, if, it was not, if it wasn't a second string PJ Tour event he would have probably won a spot to the Masters I would have said probably because WGC if you is he not in already nope because he's got to win this week or he's going to qualify this week at the Valero Texas Open and same with Ricky Fowler same with Ricky Fowler shame I'm I hope only, Ricky Fowler gets there we're only two weeks out to the Masters we are how exciting so Scheffler has discussed 13th hole changes oh this is exciting as well really because so those that can't pitch the 13th hole it's basically the big dog leg left they've lengthened it haven't they they've lengthened it so they moved the tee right back and um, so previously guys were hitting three wood and hooking it around the corner where now it's driver it's I mean some will have hit driver anyway but it's big dog leg left and then it's the in front of the green there's like a little lake isn't there a stream that goes all the way down yeah. down the hole um, and it's one. That's what does it lead to, Josh? What does it lead to? Testing your knowledge, yeah. It leads to the fourteenth. Yeah, but what? But what? What's it? What's the famous? Amen corner. No. What's the famous name of the stream? 
we've done him. This is why this is why his knowledge of he's gonna pass his record is just not valid. Um Oh, it's gonna really annoy me. Now. Come on, you've got it. It's a creek. I'll give you an example. I mean I've, I've just said it It's a creek. I know it's a creek. It's, it's a gentleman's creek. No, I've gone. Ray. I've gone, go on. Ray's Creek. Ray's Creek. Anyway, um, yeah, so they've made the whole long... And that's why Schumacher... (laughs) 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 It's an absolute liberty. Absolute liberty, this. Um, They've made it longer because... And and, and what this is basically doing is... And what Scheffler said in, in the interview was that... He now has to has to hit driver. Previously, he could hook his because um, he's got more control. Feels like he has more control of his three wood. He could hook it around the corner. Where now, in essence, he's hitting driver straight at the trees at the back and hoping that the contours of the of the hole take the ball around more around the corner. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how guys play that because then obviously they're going to be hitting a longer club into the green. Mm. Um, and I think it's just one of the little nuances that is going to make make it an even better It'd be interesting to where people are going to go for that in two this because it's sort yeah. of a you probably will go for it in two even though it's yeah. massively above your feet downhill it's a tough shot anyway mm-hmm. going in with probably from some guys from let's say anywhere from sort of seven iron to three iron it might be even seven three but sort of like five iron to yeah. sort of three wood now yeah i think it'll be a it'd be a good addition it so rory's been there hadn't he though rory's he been has there. Had a pl- practice round practice pl- 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 practice round practice yeah, the practice round, and uh, he neither confirmed nor denied this, but apparently he had a practice round, a practice round, and only had nineteen puts, which is mightily impressive for eighteen holes. Might have used a belly wedge through this. He might have been kicking it in. He might have been throwing it. He might have just been picking it up, but. It is very, very impressive that. So if he, I mean, can, he's not come out and said that, has he? Someone said. Someone that. said it, yeah. And he, but in the interview, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I played well, played nice." Do you know what I mean? So he, he did. I mean, it. I really do hope he can complete the career Grand Slam. If there's any point in his career he's going to do it, now would be an unbelievable point because he looks like he's great on the course. Yeah, he's obviously short on that driver. Mm-hmm. Different putter in the bag. I mean, the whole thing last year with being PJ Tour, like the face of. It would be a very, very good coin. Yeah. But you know that he's not invited to the uh, winner's dinner yet, is he? It's just quite a weird thing because... No, he's not won it, has he? No, but what I'm saying is you think of Rory, you think of anything that's a big event, he should be there. Yeah, yeah, but this is like tradition, isn't it? Like, yeah. Who are you going to kick out? DJ, sorry, mate, you can't come in. You're from Liv. Rory, hey, you're in. Nate, shaking <laughs> Back door here. They're not, they're, not taking, they're not taking anybody on TV screen now from Live Golf. Imagine uh, next week on the broadcast. It's only when you watch like uh, police camera action and they blur the faces. <laughs> and then, like, oh, they can't be showing their faces. It's a CDI detective or something, whatever. And player A has just teed off the first <laughs> thing. <laughs> His face is blurred. Uh, he's wearing Puma shoes. Oh, it must be important. Um, so, what... What we'll do, just a bit of an advancement to next week, we will do a full preview of the Masters next week. Yeah. Uh, we've done it before uh, over the last couple of years, so we'll do that next week. We'll look at the players, look at who we think we, we, we're we going to choose to win, look at the course, etc., etc., the changes that have been made. So I will also let you know how we play on night golf. We will. That's next Wednesday night golf. This, yeah, this Wednesday, Wednesday night golf. I'm also playing tomorrow. 
in yes. the rain by the look of it, which so is not good. We'll have some stories. But now yeah. it's time to talk tech talk, Josh. It is. And we are going back a little bit, aren't we, to this ball rollback talk where there's been a bit of an update. So we've had some more player opinions. And I'm going to say it now. I'm with John Rahm on this yeah. one. Yeah. And so you've basically got two people opposing each other now. John Rahm saying it's worse than you could do. Titleist came out. He's trying to find a problem for a solution. Yep. You also had Bryson come out saying it's absolutely implausible and the worst thing they could ever do. And He's going got... to say that, though, isn't he? Yeah, but... Yeah, but, but I agree. But, I mean, Titleist, weird for Titleist yeah. to come and say it. Weird yeah. for John Ram to come and say it. Yeah. And then now, now you've got Rory doing the opposite. And I feel a lot of people... I'm saying we're basically saying what we think a lot of people are saying with this. Rory's going to say that because... He is face of all good and almighty. Yeah, but it's not the PJ Tour. This is why I'm it's a bit not, confused. But, but because it's not the PJ Tour, it's USJ and RNA. And, and also, doing Justin it. Thomas has come out. So his point is that for two events a year, you could use a different bleeding golf ball. Yeah. Because it's a modern local rule, which means each tournament doesn't have to do it. Yeah, and I agree with John Ramis because all that's going to happen is the. The longer guys are still going to hit hit it long comparative to the shorter guys. Yeah. So, so everyone's so it's just going to punish the shorter guys. Before, right, the shorter guys would have had seven nine in, let's say, and they're hitting wedge in with a seven nine. You can still get it pretty close in your day, yeah. can't you? And by now, the way, we'll go say, from seven nine to five iron. Yeah. And it's, you know. And also, and this goes back to the WGC. It's it's impressive to see these guys try to drive greens and make that it's decision. A skill. Like. I don't understand it. I agree. It's changing for changing sake. It doesn't need to be done. Like, yeah, these guys are shooting unbelievable scores, but so what? Mm. It's good to watch. It's impressive to watch Roy McIlroy stand on 18 and go, do you know what? I'm going to stick this on the green. 350 odd yards to the green. Like, mm. It's impressive. Like, And I think if it happens, I think it'd be one of them that doesn't happen for very long. I think. But time will tell. We will... Um, update on that as and when um we hear more and we see more um have you got anything more for tech talk no no all mm-hmm. i'm saying is like it doesn't really it's, it's amazing how rory's saying it whilst going for every green last week well exactly so that, which sort of doesn't, doesn't make sense fit, yeah which one of his biggest assets of his game is how far he drives the golf ball and one of his worst assets of his game is is putting yeah which again it Thing is though, Rory's a long hitter, so it could play into. It's not going to affect him as much. Well, no, exactly. He's not going to drive green. It's going to benefit him. Everybody else can't reach him. He's going to be in. He's going to be in driver wedge instead of driver 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 put. (laughs) Okay, guys. Now time for tip of the week. Drum roll, please. Um, That'd be good. Well, trying to think of one. (laughs) Uh, Okay, right. So since golf is round the corner now, the nights are getting lighter. The skies are getting warmer. Bluer. You can feel the heat on your back. You can. You don't be wearing your water. You won't be wearing your waterproofs anymore. Debatable. Just your short sleeve waterproof. <laughs> um, I want you to think about next time you go out, just tempo. Only thing because I think coming out of the winter, Josh, a lot of golfers will be range mode, range mode, range mode, technical, 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 technical. I want you to as best you can just go out there and think about tempo only. So how I do this? I know what you're gonna say. Number one, up to hip height. Number two, to complete your backswing, so back to target. And then number three for down. So imagine you go one, halfway back, two, top of your backswing, and three down. You thought I was going to go Jack Grealish, I you? did. I thought you were going to go Con Aguero. Sergio Aguero. It's a good tip, that, though. Yeah. It's a very good tip. I think just because, like, I noticed that a lot of the people that I teach say, like, I'm ripping it on the range, ripping it on the range, but I've not really played. And well, how do I sort of get around that? How can I bridge that gap? Well, so just go out and think about tempo. Like, you've done your work all over the winter, so you can get to this point and go, tempo. 
Yeah, and you know what? I see it. I note. I don't know if I see it more or I notice it more now, because I'm obviously around golf a bit more and my eye is clued into golf. The amount of people that swing it, that the backswing is really fast. Yeah, yeah. Like that is that needs to be controlled in my opinion, mm. and then the speed comes at the ball, yeah. not swing it back there quick and try and swing it through there quick because you've got no control. As Tony Jacklin would say, the most important thing is tempo. Don't hear it from me, you heard it from Big Toe. You did indeed. <laughs> right, I think that wraps us up for this week. Guys, thanks so much for listening. And also, don't forget to head over to Bat9 Films because we have a yes. giveaway coming this week. Um, so hopefully, if you have entered the giveaway, you'll have already come over to this and started following the podcast. So yes. if this has been your first time listening to the pod, thanks very much for listening. Wait, before you finish, we've forgotten something. We've done it again. We get too into these debates and we forget. Well, I'll get too, make, too much into Michael Schumacher. So, this is just a reminder, guys, that this podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Scottsdale Golf. And um, that's for same day custom fitting. Um, our discount code is down below in the description. And also, if you want to go and find out more about what Scottsdale have to offer, visit them at www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. It's on your top. Oh, yeah, I could just look down. <laughs> I was looking in the corner because we've got a box in the corner. <laughs> but, guys, thanks so much for listening and see you next time. See you next time.